I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Annie Fry Show is brought to you by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. You need to take the time and get the full picture. Don't get me wrong. I love the ladies. I mean, they rev my engine. But they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. This is the Annie Fry Show. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Happy Friday. Grateful to be here with you this afternoon. A reminder, Joe DeVito is in town. You see him on Gutfeld. He writes a lot of the comedy for Gutfeld. And he's in town at the St. Louis Funny Bone. So go to stlfunnybone.com and get your tickets before they are sold out. You will not be disappointed. Uh, Last night we got to watch the... Newsom DeSantis debate and the question the poll question for yesterday was who would win California or Florida Brad in your estimation from what you saw first of all how much of it did you watch and how did you consume it I think I watched all of it but 15 minutes uh the first 15 minutes because I was uh doing I was at a at a wake or viewing uh before that but I watched it on delay so uh, I would say that to me, initially, I was like, ah, this is kind of a toss up. But then as it went on, DeSantis just bulldozed Newsom. Newsom. The problem Newsom faced was is he, he had to like he had to argue f- against facts and that wasn't working out well for him. So all he could do is either lie or obfuscate. There definitely was and um avoidance of answering actually giving definitive answers like if you were if you were taking notes because what you were watching was a lecture of some kind and the question that you had you know Sean Hannity's question on your paper and you know this is this statistic in Florida this is this statistic in California uh governor Newsom how do you how do you uh explain the out migration of people in California as a student you would not know what to write down as his answer because he didn't answer the question over and over and over again. But here's how I know that 
I'm going to just say Ron DeSantis didn't lose yesterday because I'm not 100% sure what Ron DeSantis wins if he wins. Uh, but here's how I know that Ron DeSantis didn't lose. Because as smarmy and as slick and as gross as, Ron, uh, as Gavin Newsom was during the course of the debate, towards the end, Gavin Newsom got mean. Yeah. He, he chastised Ron DeSantis for saying Kamala Harris instead of Kamala Harris. And he went full on elitist uh, snob towards Ron DeSantis. The point that Ron DeSantis was making, again, Gavin Newsom sidestepped it and did the political thing where he doesn't answer a question. He just says something that he wants you to take home and remember. He got mean. And whenever people start to get mean, that means the substance of the argument is no longer the priority. You feel like you got to go to the next level in order to win. And Gavin Newsom absolutely went there. What do you think about it? I thought DeSantis won that debate easily. Uh, I thought there was no doubt that he did. In fact, I, I think even objectively, you watch the debate and you realize that they were forced to talk about issues and that Gavin Newsom just could not win on issues. He couldn't. Uh, he's very, very good at pulling up particular stats that you know and anybody can do this you carve out some sort of well yeah, this like year radio between show hosts and demographical <laughs> ratings <laughs> yeah, exactly we are, we are first for people that are aged like 37 that are in the drive-thru at arby's <laughs> that's i mean radio people do that all you, the time it's, yes and it's very and politicians do that and he was doing that he was saying you know carving out certain stats about florida versus california but Hannity actually kind of saw that coming and put stats out there that he had to either defend or try to outright deny, and he just wasn't able to do that. So in that sense, you got to respect him for going into the lion's den, going into enemy territory, so to speak. But that said, Republicans do this all the time. Republicans go into enemy territory all the time yeah, in the media. called the media. The media. <laughs> And still at times, not every time, but at times, still walk away the winners. You just watched, in my opinion, the absolute best Democrat debater in the country, possibly, unless there's somebody out there that I don't know about, still go into that enemy territory, which you never see, and and lose. And that is what we need to see is people willing to do that. So good for Gavin Newsom, but you lost, buddy. Yeah, I think I think Newsom definitely is a master debater and uh, still managed to lose yesterday. So we're going to do a little thing here in the studio. Uh, we I bought some ornaments for a Christmas tree. Where did I put mine? Is this it? Huh. Uh, I don't know. Probably. Maybe. We, I want to make predictions for 2024 because there are things that we say regularly on the show. I think this is going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. And as we go through and have these conversations, I want to put it down. I want to go on record and make it live into 2024 and see what kind of predictions that we have that might come true, or maybe we're just wrong on it. And I mean, Brad, I'll, Brad and I, I will share content with Brad on a regular basis that maybe we put on the show. Maybe we don't, I'll share, we'll share things back and forth. that doesn't go on the show. I make predictions regularly that don't mm -hmm. go on the show. Yeah. And then I'll be like, Brad, didn't I say, I tell me I said this out loud to you and we will have exchanged thoughts Prior to something happening, and we're like, yeah, we totally did call that. So we're each going to make predictions each Friday leading into Christmas here, and then we're going to keep these ornaments that we're riding on, and we're going to see in 2024 what comes true. And I'm going first, so my ornament here is Biden drops out. 
I think that Biden drops out of the presidential race. I This shouldn't be new to anyone who's listening to the show, but I still think it. I do not think that he is going to be the nominee for the Democratic Party. It would be the greatest Christmas gift, I believe, if he were the nominee and continued to be the nominee. I just don't think it's going to happen. And I am very interested in the portion of the conversation that took place last night between Newsom and DeSantis um, in, in that debate. The first thing that Gavin Newsom said was that he goes, the one thing I will tell you is that neither of us will be our party's nominee in 2024. That was the first thing he said. Then he went into talking about how great the Biden-Harris administration is. And I'm like, okay. And like Ron DeSantis seized on that immediately. He's like, that's what you need to know about Gavin Newsom. He's all in with Biden and Harris. He thinks that this is going great. Like that is a key point interest Yeah, from the jump. Yeah. So my prediction is that Biden drops out. Leah, what's your prediction? We can make predictions as, as we go into uh, the Christmas season. These predictions can be about anything. So what'd you pick? Nothing political. Nothing political. <laughs> no, I love that. No, this was the first thing that popped up in my head, honestly, because I was thinking about this recently. And I was like, it was a goal for 2023 and it didn't happen. And I was like, this is, this is probably still not going to happen for 2024. But... My goal for 2023 was to fitness related. It was to learn how to do a handstand walk. And I practiced really hard throughout the year. And was that yours too, Ryan? I, it's not my turn. Leah, you can okay. go ahead. <laughs> do you need a new ornament, right, Ryan? Ryan, you need a marker? I, I might. <laughs> and I, I worked really hard on it, but it just it didn't happen. And can you do a handstand? Life happened, yes. Not a freestanding one, but I definitely can do a handstand. You just need to learn how to freestand and walk. Very useful trade. <laughs> no, mean, if you learn how to do this, it's going to be a video. Well, oh, oh yeah, yeah we're, sure. we're going to need to show. Oh, yeah. Well, this is for CrossFit, so <laughs> it's not for my daily life. <laughs> Are you not going to come to work that way? But I mean, <laughs> the amount of strength and balance yeah. that is needed to be able to do something like that is pretty significant. Yeah. All right. Well, here's to you and hoping well, that you get that done in 2024 thanks. and that we can do a lot of you walking around the office on thanks. your hands. Even though I just predicted that it's not going to happen. Oh, Wait, but is your going- pre- is your prediction that it is your prediction that I'm- your goal doesn't come true? That's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I need another ornament. <laughs> I got a lot of these. I just predicted that I still won't have handstand walks <laughs> by 2024. That is genius. I know. Why didn't we, any of us do this? We've been doing we're not New Year's geniuses. resolutions all wrong. Man. <laughs> Here's what I really want to happen. And I know it won't. So that's what I'm going to write down. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like something I would do. All right. Let's go with Brad. Brad, what do you got? I said, and this one is political, I said Kamala becomes president in 2024. Does that include her winning? No, because that wouldn't be until 2025. Well, that's why I wanted to clarify. Yeah. So uh, Kamala becomes president, which means that Joe Biden- So we get to take my ornament first. Yeah. (laughs) And then the next thing is, yeah, okay. How do you think it happens? Or no, no specifics. Uh, how no, do I, no specifics for the prediction, but I, man, he's past the average age, average lifespan age, and I could see Joe Biden passing away while in office, just of old age. Well, uh, that will be sad for the country in so many ways. <laughs> so, all right, Ryan, your prediction. Well, apparently, I was thinking right along the lines with you guys, but opposite side of the coin i'm holding it up right now it just says it's biden <laughs> as in biden will be the nominee the in nominee 2024. or the 
the nominee. I don't know that he wins, but I am going to say that he follows it all the way through. He's the nominee. He debates Trump. I mean, that doesn't have to be a part of this discussion, but that's what I think is going to happen. But I am going to put this ornament up that says that it will be Biden. And look, right. In stark contrast to you two. Hold yours up too, Leo. We're oh, gonna... You guys know. have much better markers than Yeah, I don't do. think you can read. There you go. I guess that's because we have better predictions. <laughs> Is that the way that works? <laughs> no, I'll help yours look better. I, 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 I'm more confident that Biden is not going to be the nominee than Trump, for sure. I don't, I don't, I think Trump is, if, if he is somehow or another not the nominee, he will bulldoze the whole thing, which seems sad, but I, th- I think that's the, I think that's the path we're heading down. It is weird going into a year where you have a sitting president who, I, I don't think you're alone in, in thinking that that more people think that it's more likely that a different candidate would would succeed him than the, and the previous president would also be the nominee, uh, if that makes any sense. It was probably a bunch of word salad, but I think you know what I mean. That Trump would be the guy more likely than the current sitting president would be the guy for his party. That's will, a rarity. Will you transcribe that for me later? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. Let's go ahead and just dump that, Brad. <laughs> hey, my volume's down over here, Brad. Listen to Gavin Newsom last night talking about not being the You in particular, Ron, are on a banning binge, a cultural purge, intimidating and humiliating people you disagree with. You and President Trump are really trying to light democracy on fire. So, Sean, there are profound differences tonight. And I look forward to engaging. But there's one thing in closing that we have in common is neither of us will be the nominee for our party in 2024. There's there is absolutely zero weight towards Gavin Newsom saying that about himself, that should President Biden choose to step down in the entire foundation of the 2024 election shift or like Brad said, that potentially he passes away or becomes incapacitated. There is zero percent of what he said last night about not being the nominee that would preclude him from going all right i'll be the guy none if if gavin newsom isn't in the running for being the nominee should biden not be the guy the democrats are in a heap of trouble and they know that Gavin Newsom knows that. So right now he gets to slather it all on like, I'm not here to take anybody's place. Of course he's saying this stuff. It's politics. And when it happens, people are going to say, you said you weren't going to be the nominee. So what? I mean, literally, that is the end of it. So freaking what? Nobody cares. They're going to want Gavin Newsom to be the guy. They're not going to want J.B. Pritzker to be the guy. It's hilarious to me that he continues to be even a fraction of a part of the conversation about who is going to be the Democratic nominee. If J.B. Pritzker steps out of the uh, not the governor mansion, I don't know if he knows where that is, but wherever he lives in Chicago or, in you know, when he goes to Wisconsin or even when he visits Florida, his place there. Uh, if if, if J.B. Pritzker wants to step into the national spotlight, it, it's going to be a bloodbath against him. Although. Does that end up being better for the state of Illinois? <laughs> let me let me ponder that a little bit. Uh, coming to the Annie Fry Show, we want to know your vote on the YouTube live chat poll. Who on the show is the jolliest? Do you consider yourself to be a jolly person around the holidays, Ryan? Yeah, I consider myself to be jolly most most of the year, though. So <laughs> do 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 you think your family does? Yeah, I think so. 
on the jolly to Scrooge spectrum, you're heavy jolly? I'm heavy jolly <laughs> other than when I'm tired. And then I just sort of, I'm jolly in the background, but I'm just not participating because I'm just laying down. Have you ever seen, you know what I'm talking about, when Ryan, when Ryan goes to pumpkin time? It's over. It's done. He gone. He out. Wait, what's pumpkin time? <laughs> I can't tell you now. Uh, ask me anything is next. You can ask, you can ask me. AMA, next. what can, is pumpkin time? You can ask me in the, next que- in the next segment. If you have questions you want us to answer, go on to the YouTube live chat and vote. Did you put this, sh- this song in after I gave that shirt? No. Are you was, kidding? Are you really kidding me? Oh, I'm standing right now. I'm going to take us out. <laughs> I almost said something earlier when you gave him the shirt, and I was like, oh, "Oh man, what an accident!" Yeah, who's the jolliest? We need to know. We need to know why. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as thirty minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You have to ask me nicely. Don't make me beg here. Ask me anything. You know, ask me anything. Ryan, you might ask me, I wonder what Jesse Smollett's been up to. What's Jesse Smollett been up to? An Illinois appeals court upheld actor Jesse Smollett's conviction for a staged hate crime in an opinion filed Friday. The decision was two to one with Justice David Navarro and Justice Mary Ellen Coughlin agreeing and Judge Lyle dissenting, according to court documents obtained by Fox News Digital. Smollett's legal team will file an appeal with the Supreme Court. Good thing they got nothing to do. Uh, quote, we wish to highlight that the decision was divided with just with Justice Lyle offering a detailed analysis in favor of Smollett. His rep, Holly Baird, told Fox News Digital, we are preparing to escalate this matter to the Supreme Court armed with a substantial body of evidence. Special Prosecutor Dan Webb shared a statement following the appellate court's decision to uphold the conviction. Quote, as the appellate court noted, Mr. Smollett challenged virtually every aspect of the prosecution and the appellate court correctly rejected each and every one of those challenges. Today's decision is a validation of Winston and Strawn's tireless work on this matter and a resounding victory for justice. We are proud to have prevailed in a case that we believe can help restore the public's confidence in the Cook County justice system. A jury previously found Smollett guilty on five of the six charges of disorderly conduct after a nearly two-week trial in 2021. It's been a minute. 
Yeah. Smollett, who is black and gay, reported to Chicago police that he was the victim of a racist and homophobic attack by two men wearing ski masks in January 2019, who were from Nigeria. And screaming, this is MAGA country is MAGA in country. downtown Chicago. At 2 a.m. when it was like negative 7 degrees <laughs> yes. with Subway sandwiches. Yeah. And who had received checks from Jesse Smollett. Yes. Uh, the, if you get a chance to go to Fox Nation, I hope it's still up there, but they have a they have a like short documentary that you can watch on it. It is wild. <laughs> that is wild. I don't like trash TV. This is better than trash TV because it's real, yeah. because it's fake. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's unbelievable. Ask us anything. Uh, is there a chance in Hades that the Supreme Court takes that case? I don't know. I would say no way they're going to take that case. Anyway, if he if they don't take it and the this court case, he's going back to jail if he stays this way. So yeah, I kind of hope that happens. Okay, here's a real one. Yeah, Starburst. That, no, this was this was real. Oh, well, that was too. That's not. Yeah. No. Uh, Starburst, original or fave reds. If you had to choose between the two flavors. What? What are favorites? Guys. Guys. There's the original Starburst. As you are. And then there's the fave reds. We know how you're on the There's strawberry and there's watermelon and there's cherry and there's all the the red flavors all in one. Regular. Regular. I don't know what you're talking about. And the obvious answer is original. Oh gosh, you guys. It's a good start. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It's really getting us going there for me. Well, the again. answer, the correct answer is Fave Reds. You think Joe DeVito's still listening? I hope so. <laughs> he has regrets. He's yelling Fave Reds at the radio right now. I don't know that he is. <laughs> Anyone else have a question they want to ask? I got one here. Go for it. Uh, I want to know what your favorite Christmas song is right now. Like specific song artist rendition or just like what's the song? Yeah, your favorite song artist rendition. What's yours? But I just asked the question. I know, but you're the only one who's had time to think about okay, it. Okay, fine. My favorite is Lift Up Your Eyes by Danny Gokey right now. I'm just digging that song. I love that song. Uh, Aaron Schust, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Mine is Do You See What I See, Ryan Wiggins in the tune of <gasps> Carrie Underwood. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, actually, I would say... Um, there is, it's J.J. Heller, and it's Count Your Blessings. It's the song that Bing Crosby sings in White Christmas. And I sing this song to my kids. I'll, I sing it to Molly specifically when I am putting her to sleep. And it's the, do you know which one I'm talking about? I don't and know the song, but I know J.J. Heller, oddly. Really? Yeah. Sleep, I count my blessings instead of sheep. She did not have a lot of and Christian I hits. But she... Sleep. I don't know the song, though. Uh, it's very good. It's a very good version of that song. So specifically in this moment right now, that one, I also like Walk Off, is it Walk Off the Earth, Silent Night? Oh, man, that's just such an amazing, amazing song. You got one, Leah? Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd say my first one is, and it's been around a little <clears throat> bit, um, but it's Toby Mac, Light of Christmas, which I know you have in the bumper music rotation. Yeah. So I love that song. I've always loved that song. I also like... Um, I heard the bells on Christmas Day. I think it's Casting Crowns. Mm-hmm. And then Little Drummer Boy for King and Country. I think they... Do I have Casting Do I have that version there? They might be Mercy Me. I don't know. There's yeah, you one have of them. it. It's very, very good. Mm-hmm. The classics. If I'm just saying my favorite Christmas song in general, I cannot emotionally get through O Come All You Faithful without crying. Hmm. Ever. Like any version? Any version. O Come All You Faithful. Like for me, the idea of... Jesus being born to save our 
to save us and to bring us so that we can be together again. And I think about my grandpa specifically singing in church and he just sang like, you know, there are some people in church who sing and my, I can hear my grandpa who passed away in 2009 while I was pregnant with my son. He never got to meet uh, my my children. But Oh, Come All You Faithful is just kind of it's it's kind of the culmination of what the birth of Christ means. If, if everybody is coming to celebrate the Christ child, you understand that the Christ child came to, to bring us together, not just over the celebration of his birth, but ultimately in heaven with one another. And that makes me think of reunification with those people who I love. And I just can't, I can't push through it. And, and are, I kind of yeah. don't need to. No, why, like, yeah, why push through it? Yeah. There are Christmas carols and actually hymns in general that will do that to me. There, there are songs, actually one of the reasons I like doing the 4th of July special thing, there are songs that are like patriotic, sort of Christian-based songs that will hit me every single time yeah. I hear them, that they do that to me. All right, another question, anybody? I've got one. Go. Does that have what? to do with Skittles? No, it doesn't. Okay. No. <laughs> um, and that one had a right or wrong answer. This one doesn't. Mm. Um, what is a TV show right now that you are really into, if at all? Jesse Waters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't need to watch much TV. <laughs> the only person that I've ever heard say that. Uh, probably not. Have you ever talked to Jesse Waters? I've. <laughs> what is your What is your show? <laughs> I've been really digging Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. There are so many. Oh woke, man, that was my answer. I know. There's so many woke incarnations of that show recently, within the last ten years or so, of Star Trek shows. That one, it's like they deliberately said, we're going to do nothing woke in this show. We're going to do a very traditional Star Trek series. It's refreshing. And it is so nice. The writing's fun. The characters are good. It's a it's a continue. It's actually a prequel to the original series. And it is really good. It's a really good traditional Star Trek series. Leah? <laughs> it's a little different, but I've been obsessed lately with Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> Like, I love all Gordon Ramsay shows. Like, yeah. I think they're awesome. I don't know why. It's just something I've gotten into. But he started. He recently started a new season of Kitchen Nightmares that I love. Doesn't he yell at people? Yes. Doesn't he put bread on the sides? <laughs> I feel like I've seen some promo where he puts a slice of bread on each side, and, and he's like, what are you? I can't remember what it is. <laughs> An, idiot An idiot sandwich. sandwich. An idiot yeah. sandwich. I just love how honest he is. He's great. But you're talking about Kitchen Nightmares, right? Yeah. So, like, the thing about that show that I always caught my attention was is he genuinely cares about Mm -hmm. these people because he's going in there trying to help them restore and revamp their restaurant business. And when they do, like, you get to see a side of Gordon Ramsay that isn't all ragey and yelly. Yeah. You get to see why he's all ragey and yelly. Mm -hmm. And then, like, they they save their store or whatever. Yeah. It's pretty cool. What about you? Sounds like you're pretty big Kitchen Nightmares fan. I I like that. I haven't watched that in a long time. Um... Man, the most recent series that I was trying to get into was uh, The Punisher, which is on Disney Plus, and I'm about two episodes into season two, and it just kind of follows the story of The Punisher and kind of get my interest, but it's kind of slow, so I don't know if I'm going to stick with it or not. I'm not lying. I'm going to say Bluey. Yeah. <laughs> Only because there are a couple things about Bluey. The, the the issues that are addressed in the show Bluey are actually really heavy issues. There's a really realistic and uplifting, it's an uplifting way of delivering these stories. And I don't get to watch things that you can't watch in front of kids. And unfortunately, that's most things today. Like, because I have a wide range of kids in my in my house. Um, 
But the other thing is, is I just discovered through one of the articles that Google was like, you need to read this. And I was like, you're right, I do. Uh, the, the illustrators, the, what do you call them? Animators in Bluey hide a, what they call long dog. <laughs> it's a wiener dog, but it's drawn into every episode. Oh, that's so, awesome. So you can go back and watch Bluey. I mean, if you Google Bluey long dog, you will get all the info you need on it. But it's like a little Easter egg that's in all of them. And now when I watch it, I'm like, <gasps> like my two-year-old daughter sitting on the floor cross-legged, staring directly at the screen with great intent, looking for long dog. My son is nine. He was eight when he said this, though. When the new season of Bluey came out, I thought he's getting a little too old for this show. And so we told him, like, hey, the new season of Bluey's out. And he goes... The new season of Bluey's out. Oh, come on. That's great news. Yeah, it is fantastic <laughs> news. <laughs> and now I've watched it. I'm like, it's actually a pretty funny show. If you're, I mean, if you're somebody who has to put things on for kids and you want to watch something, you know, I, I very much so understand that there are things that are being put out there for kids that kids do not need to see in very deceiving or maybe deceitful manners. Bluey is not that. At yeah. least it hasn't been yet. And I don't see it heading in that direction. So if you, if you have to have something like that on the TV, Bluey is welcome in our household anytime. I wish that I could watch grown-up TV, but it just requires me to stay up really late to do it, and it's not worth it. Yeah, you don't stay up late. <laughs> well, I'd have to watch it silently by myself while my husband sleeps next to me. When you say it like that, it sounds You can put sad. earbuds in. Can I ask a listener one here real quick? You can ask a listener a question? Yeah. <laughs> Now, can I ask oh, one that's from a listener? <laughs> yeah. Can you I think call we get in, eight Randall? Seconds of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit us with it. Randall asks, AMA, do Russell. you. That says Russell. Oh, hey, Russell. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, can you take this call from Randall, though? I'm interested to see what he says about Russell's question. Do you or your kiddos put snacks out for Santa and Rudolph on Christmas Eve, or do you let them starve? So. I will answer this question first because, especially on this show, we like to celebrate Santa Claus. Yes, we do. Yes. Indeed, <laughs> ma'am. And so we do. <laughs> it's kind of a funny question, Randall Russell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there are two different people to clarify. We I'm make, talking to two We make people. specific cookies. Like, we, we'll, we'll bake cookies, but we will pick cookies that we make for... Santa Claus, but we also leave out stuff for reindeer. Mm -hmm. And my mom, thanks mom, gave my seven-year-old last year a, a, a corn cob, I guess it was, from the, the fall decoration she uh -huh. put out. We have, my, my, we, my parents have cornfields, and so they go grab some uh, stalks of corn and put up decorations with them, whatever. So she gave last year this corn cob to my seven-year-old to feed to the reindeer. And it, it got put out on the front porch and there the reindeer actually did come to eat it. And I'm saying this like I have the ring video of the deer eating the corn. <laughs> oh. So this year in like mid-October. Jared killed it with his car. <laughs> We put it in a freezer. <laughs> That'll in, teach you to eat our corn. In mid-October, uh, somehow or another, Evelyn got another corn cob from my mom, and it's for the reindeer in December. So I have a 
corn cob in my house that keeps getting relocated from table to shelf, from shelf to mantle, from mantle to table, because there will be tears if that thing isn't put out for the reindeer. And uh, and, and it has become the bane of my existence. <laughs> but we do need to make sure that the reindeer are fed. Yes. So mm-hmm. there are cookies for Santa Claus. Not a lot, because we know that he is going to be visiting a lot of children this this holiday season, as always. Um, carrots, and then a corn cob. We leave out and shrimp milk. and fave reds yeah? for Santa. Shrimp? And then we also leave out a salt lick for the reindeer. Mm-hmm. We put it on the roof, though. I'm surprised it's not like <laughs> it's a sugar a lick. Salt lick. Yeah, just a salt lick. Just a, and some blocks yeah. of sugar. It, it, it's it's really kind of a mistake because they end up stay, staying a long time at our house because mm-hmm. it takes a while to get through those things. When they're stomping around, the kids wake up. So, uh, yeah, but that's what that's our tradition anyway. Thanks, Randall Russell. Thanks, Randall Russell. Do you want to do more? Do we have more questions? We I think, do. I think we have more. Let's take a quick break. We'll do more Ask Us Anything. If you got a question you want to ask any of us or all of us, go to the Andy Fry YouTube channel. Come say hi. Vote in the YouTube live chat poll. Who on the show is the jolliest, Leah, Ryan, Brad, or Annie? Uh, we want to know what you think. We want to know why you think that. You want to be a little jolly right now and... Let's do it. All right. If you want to win Trans-Siberian Orchestra trick- tickets for the December 17th show, I'm doing this from memory, at 2.30. Not trickets. That would be mean. <laughs> if you want to win some TSO trinkets, we're just going to give you some little keychains and stuff. And a salt lake. Uh, no, we're going to give you tickets to see Trans-Siberian Orchestra, a pair of tickets. Call right now. Here's the phone number, 314-241-9797. Call One more number. time. Caller number 10, Leah. Ready? Go get them. 314-241-9797. Good luck. We all are calling. We'll be back in just a minute with more Ask Us Anything. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Our YouTube live chat poll for today. Who on the show is the jolliest? Leah, Ryan, Brad, or Annie? Come vote on the Annie Fry YouTube channel. Say hi. Leave a comment and let us know what you think. Uh, I'll start here with, we're wrapping up a few Ask Us Anything questions. Ball says, uh, on a scale of 1 to 100, how jolly on y- are you, Wiggins? And please explain why thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Ahead of time, 
The answer is 85. You're 85 Jolly? 85 Jolly. <laughs> that sounds like a, a workout trend. No, it doesn't. Are you guys doing the 85 Jolly? No, that was my you, first like car. Like 20 sugar cookies? No, that was the first car I got when I was 16. What? What? I mean, what? What, what puts you into the 80s in the Jolly meter? Yeah. And where's the 15 that you're missing? Uh, it's so 80 is my natural disposition. <laughs> the five is by effort. And the five is really purely effort because if I if I went all the way, I could probably get to 100, but I just am not that hard of a worker. I was going to say, I think that extra 15 is wrapped up in an oatmeal cream pie wrapper. You know what? God That's dang. probably true. I can get you one. All right. <laughs> it's almost two. Hey, X's and O's coming up. It's going to be a wild one. <laughs> but not beat us. <laughs> How do you feel? Uh, 85% good, <laughs> but you know what I could use? <laughs> Extra 15. How jolly are you on a scale of one to a hundred? Like Leah? right now? Just so you can on a make up basis. any answer you want. <laughs> <laughs> do you Don't think so hard about it. Oh. Just go for it. <laughs> Why are you just live in it. There's really not a wrong answer right. here. So just what do you think? I'm 75 jolly. 75 jolly? Yeah. So not as jolly as Ryan. Yeah. Well, sometimes yeah. I'm not a ray of sunshine. <laughs> Unlike Ryan? <laughs> I mean, honestly, when people walk in this office and they see me, they're like, oh my gosh, who's the guy whose face is shining like Moses? Like and it's like, Moses. oh, that's Wiggins. It's the Shekinah glory of Wiggins. <laughs> that's it. It's just like the moon bouncing off the sun, man. I'm not the source, but I do reflect it. The moon bouncing off the sun? Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't. Isn't it the other way? <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> it, is, shine, it is just like that. Like the moon. How jolly are you, Brad? Uh, I would say I'm a solid 90 jolly. Dang it. <laughs> he is better than us. <laughs> uh, Leah said 75. I'm going to go with I'm 74. Okay. Oh, I'm just going to slip right in there. All right. Him. And that's a nice way of putting it. Um, all right. You want to ask some more of these questions here? Uh, yeah. Here's I like this one. I just moved. There we go. Uh, RSG asks, what is the best Christmas cookie? Sh- uh, shortbread. Iced shortbread. Those are pretty good. P- I don't know that I've had them, those. Some people call them like, sure, yeah, you do. It's like what you get at Breadco or Starbucks, but, but the people who make them at home, they're even better. A lot of people call them a sugar cookie, but they're actually not a sugar right. cookie. Oh, I don't really like sugar cookies, but maybe those are better because well, maybe they're they not don't actually like you sugar either. cookies. I don't think they have opinions. Maybe you need a sugar cookie to get to 100. Yeah, well, that's true. Don't, <laughs> a, don't enable him. That's my job. Uh, that's yeah. really what I do. It's, yeah, especially this time of day on a Friday. <laughs> if I even mention oatmeal cream pie, there's one in my mouth. Leah, <laughs> Leah what's your favorite cookie? Well, I don't Christmas eat, cookie. I don't, yeah, I don't eat many Christmas cookies. Is there one that you will? I like that's the best. Just in general, if it's soft, like chewy and mm-hmm. moist, I'm good with it. Moist. Yeah. yeah. How are you, Brad? So usually it's chocolate chip, but Snickerdoodle. Snickerdoodle's oh, where it's at. I, we gave you some of those, and apparently uh, yeah. my dog ate them. Yeah, your dog got them. Okay. <laughs> because you left them out where she could get them, but my dog can't reach the counter. <laughs> Wait Ro- a minute, Rosie. You can. gave. Cookies to Brad and your dog ate them. Yeah, how would that happen? 
Were you dog sitting? Yes. <laughs> oh. You stole my dog. You could see the hamster running in the wheel. <laughs> yeah. We almost ran he out of time. You stole my dog. <laughs> What's your cookie of choice? I was going to say snickerdoodle also, but I feel like there's something maybe a little bit above that. Like you could dress up a, a snickerdoodle to be better. But How? I do love saying it. I don't How? know. Like add add chocolate chip, add something to no. it. No. No. You know no. what are really good is those cookies that are real little that somebody just smushes a Rolo in the top. Basically because I like Rolos. <laughs> so you kind of eat away, like chip away at the what cookie part. What if you put a Starburst Red in a Snickerdoodle? Ew. I feel like you're mixing flavors there. I'd probably still eat it. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like a bready Starburst. I don't. I just don't know if that's the next craze. Uh, Todd says, late lunch today, Philly cheesesteak, roast beef, ham, and turkey sub. Which one? Ham and turkey sub. Same. Philly cheesesteak, roast beef, ham and turkey sub? Uh, Philly cheesesteak. Don't those have tons of onions on them? Yeah, you get it yeah, without the I onions, don't like though. It. That's how you do it. I think probably Philly cheesesteak. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had a. I've been to Philadelphia. I don't know if I tried one. I don't re- recall trying one. Do you have to get one on the street when you're there? Is that how you do it? Like Never where been the people poop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think you have to. <laughs> There's a guy pooping. But I'm I bet hungry. you can. <laughs> Who do we have for X's and O's today? So we have uh, McKinley, who's our newest sales rep, and then D to the C is going to come in, and they're going to face off for the first time. All right. Uh, Just a reminder, we've talked about this a wee bit, but we're maybe putting together some sort of live music show for our last show before Christmas Mm. to be that Friday, and we're cultivating musical talents of people around us. (laughs) I got D to the C on the hook. I got his number, and he knows this. So if you have requests of things you'd like to see or hear, Give us those suggestions in the Annie Fry Show YouTube live chat. And go vote in the poll while you're there. Who on the show is the jolliest? Leo, Ryan, Brad, or Annie? Now that you know that Ryan is 85 jolly. We'll be back with X's and O's when we come back. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.